Hey there, listener. Do you work in construction? Are you a carpenter? Maybe maybe a laborer, electrician, or an excavator? Do you have some crazy stories or some funny things that's happened to you on the job site? Well, we do. We're the level heads. And on this episode, we all tell our stories. Job site mishaps, funny things that happen, even some crazy stories that maybe we shouldn't tell. But that's this week and this episode of The Level Heads. Podcast is brought to you by Anderson Windows and Doors, A N D E R S E N Windows and Doors. All three of us are proud Anderson users. We have been Anderson users before. Uh, they were even a sponsor, or before we even had even dreamed of a podcast ourselves. Uh, Jamie uses them on the coast out in California. Mike in Chicago and myself in Tennessee uh, have been longtime Anderson users. Uh, we've used the Multiglide doors. We've used uh, we've used the narrow glide doors, we've used the 400 series, the 100 series, the A series, the E series. We've always had amazing service uh, when needed, and the product is amazing. So check them out. If you're looking for a new window distributor, or if you're not, just check them out. AndersonWindows.com, A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N, Windows.com. I told you about my client. Yeah. Did I tell you? I told you guys, right? No, what? About the client? Yeah, I told you oh, guys. Yeah. Found out he's got a... He's oh, got a yeah. Oh What'd you God, decide he to... Got out of surgery. He just got out of surgery like an hour yeah. and a half ago. Wow. Where they... Actually got a client. Were, I, we, finished, we finished the house. Young thing. She's like 40, probably early 40s. And um, she had me come over and I was looking at the house. She was just not herself. Honestly, I, I don't forget to edit this. I thought she was fucking stoned or something. I couldn't, you know, I was just, I was just like, out of our pills or something. I was like, are you all right? You know, because she was just out of it. And I started dealing with her husband and then a couple weeks went by and I talked to him. I actually called him on accident because his name's the same as one of my lead guys. And he's just like, yeah, man, she's got a brain tumor, dude. She's not, she doesn't have a year to live. And I was like, oh, fuck. But just like that, like, boom, like. Yeah, totally fucking fine to yeah, we, whammo. Two weeks ago, we were walking around and I was showing him like how the deck lays out and all this stuff, and he was like stumbling around and he was like, "Man, I got this vertigo that's like just crazy," and like he could hardly get up the steps. Like I had to like helping him help him up the steps. I was like, "Dude, I think you better go sit down. Yeah. Like, you're not okay." And then we can. That's the reason why we can't take this shit too seriously. Brain tumor. Fucking hell, we're all guilty of it. <laughs> I know that's what I told that's what I told somebody today. I was like, you know, it gives you per, some perspective. Like they're in a hurry getting in their house, and I'm stressed. But you know what? They're but uh, and I was I was sitting in the chair getting my hair cut, and I was like, but here in about an hour they're gonna put him under, and he has no idea whether he's gonna wake up yeah. with like half the function that he used yeah. to have, or he's gonna have brain cancer, or he's not gonna wake up at all. Yeah, I was like, that's. That puts it into perspective. Yeah, it does. You know? it, it does. Like, I'm pretty stressed about getting them in their house in two and a half weeks. Yeah. But that's going to go away real, real soon. His might just be starting. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's, that's the one thing crazy. that I tell everybody who gets yeah. stressed right. out. Because we all get stressed yeah. out. I get stressed out. But let's just tell them, it's just, this will go away. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I mean, a year and a, well, almost two years ago, I lost all my memory. I didn't know who my wife was. Yeah. Do Jamie and I need no, to wear name tags every time crazy. we come on in just in case? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I I think I knew you, Mike. No, I think I had I, met, I you. met you. Had I met you yet? Yeah, because you you guys actually told me that story. At, okay. At the building. Yeah, I was gonna like say. October twenty. You guys had told you had told me that story. I'm like, holy shit! Oh yeah, that. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what client stress will do to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm selling this business. I'm selling this no, business okay. tomorrow. So you had a client come to you and say, Hey, I got to move up my move in date, and this is why. 
I've got a, a brain tumor. Yeah. Yeah. How much time did... Well, she, well I mean, kind of. It was like, she was like, look, if we can do it, if we can move heaven and earth, and I don't care who you have to call. I don't even care how much they have to charge to get them there. Can you get them there? Because yeah. I want him to come home from the hospital to, you know. Because, I mean, he's planned half of this place, like the the whole home theater thing and like his bar and like all this stuff. And I was like, God, this is sad. Like shit that he may not ever use. Like yeah. he's planned half this thing and they drew it with an architect and we ripped the whole roof off and it's been a year long process and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it sucks. So I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's all you can but do. I can do my best. How much, I mean, I how much time, how much time did they shave off? What you thought we, you could. We cut it in. I mean, it was just for like four to five weeks. Like they were supposed to get in like right before Thanksgiving. And now we're going to try to get them in like right after Halloween. And I've already talked to the inspector and he's like, here's the bare minimum. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, we've got people all on top of each other. Everybody's pissed. Not pissed. You know, I've told them like, yeah. you know, I guess I should say everybody's in each other's way, you know? And, uh, and it, but I've told them all like, look, this guy's got a brain tumor. Like, you know, he's in the hospital. So everybody's kind of Don't, yeah, doing their part. understanding, I assume. So it's, it's, uh, <laughs> mostly <laughs> mostly so <laughs> so you know like we're you know we're laying flooring and putting up lights and countertops are going in and plumbing fixtures are following right after I it's like all the finishes I are love, happening i love walking up time. to a house at the end pretty much like 15 so, vans out 20 vans and everyone's i love it it's, it's, hey, it's to me it's the only way to do it Everybody it's does. Chaos. Everybody gets pissed, and I get it. Everybody wants the house to themselves, but you just—if yeah. you waited for every fucking buddy, they never nice get thing out. Is, if something comes up, yeah. like, oh, I need the. No, they to all know. Before I can do this, oh, he's right here. Yeah, he's right here. No excuses. Get it done. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I, t- I told, I told, uh. One of the girls in our office, I was like, I'm going to just tell everybody from now on, like, hey, they got a brain tumor. You got to go. <laughs> I was going to say, the guy moves in and goes, gotcha, bitch. Thanks for getting it done. <laughs> just joking, you know. You got to come over here. Joking, joking. You got to come over and fix this. Yeah. He's got a brain tumor. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, and, and most of our people are like really good about getting there, but we've got, you know, you know, you've got your typical stragglers on every project, you know. For some reason, it's always the electrician that makes me nervous, you know, because yeah. they they've got a big inspection to pass too at the end, and and uh, you know they're Johnny on the spot too, so it's like, oh, this is really going to happen. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it'll be really really close, but at the same time, at the same time, they're not renting a house; they're living in. <laughs> so that so the house is. Um, it is I don't wanna I don't wanna say whose it is, but it is a former coach at Tennessee and they have this big pool house next door that it it is a house. Like it like they've oh. been living there. I mean they're fifty yards away. That's not so it's not like not it's so costing them a bunch of money yeah. and whatever. She just wants him to Yeah. So if we world. miss it by a few days, it's not like tragedy. Yeah. But, you know, we are waiting on, like, a couple of appliances that we're all crossing our fingers, get in, things like that, you know? It's like, we'll see. But it, but it did get me thinking, and I'm just going to cut this up and edit this up. It did get me thinking, I, and this is why I texted you guys the other day. I want to know, because I was like, what if, and I said this to Lauren, I was like, what, and this is right after the phone call. I said, what if we got in and like Jamie said, like, gotcha. <laughs> we got him in and they were like. You got to be my hero. He would be my absolute hero. At that party, you fucking so listen, legend. <laughs> so listen to this. Listen to this. Well, first, my question to you for this, for this part of the podcast is what is the best slash worst excuse a client has ever used? 
to get into their house. Not early, just get into it, period. And here's here's mine. I'll start off with mine. So a couple of years ago, we're doing this really big remodel. It was a full gut on a, uh, I think the house was like 5,300 square feet. So it was a big, it was a big deal. Um, and we we normally don't do any remodels. But she had good taste. And this one, they were moving out. And like every scrap of drywall was coming down. There was a lot of stuff to do. So I was like, all right, this is a, this is a good size one. We can do this. <laughs> so... I mean, remodels just suck, you know? I mean, you pull something down, and then you find something, and uh, apparently the the house that we had, uh, that, that they had bought, was the guy that developed this big neighborhood, so he just did everything himself. <laughs> the electrical work was a nightmare. So, like, the kitchen and, like, the downstairs had been remodeled, like, three or four times, but... Nobody had ever heard of a junction box. Stuff was just tied together and taped and, you know, whatever. I mean, we ended up rewiring the whole first floor. Um, the upstairs was kind of a nightmare. Uh, they were going from this really traditional house to a modern style. So it was just it was just hard. It was just very difficult. Um, we were kind of in the middle of all the appliance thing where stuff was just taking forever to get. Cabinets were taking forever to get. Um so they were, they got a little tired of waiting and I had had my accident right at the beginning of this. And then the whole memory thing had, I mean, it was a nightmare. So this was like, um, maybe June. They were like, Hey, we have, uh, we need to tell you and we sold our house. Okay. And, and we knew they were going to put their house up for sale and sell it. And here's how that, here's exactly how they said it. And Lauren reminded me of this. They said, our children will have no place to lay their heads on, I think it was like August 9th or something. If you do not, that's our closing date, if you don't get this house done. And it was really tight. I mean, it was moving it up like three weeks. I was like, I mean, we'll see what we do. It was like, no, you've got like, that's it. Like, we're going to be homeless. Like the, uh, I won't share their last name, but we'll just call them the Smith family. Actually, yeah, we'll just call them the Smiths, Okay. It was like, and he said, the Smith family will have no place to lay their head. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> it was just exactly. <clears throat> well, it turns out, you know, we were, we were going to get them in. On the last day, on the last day, we, and this was, Mike, I think this is, this is the day before I met you, actually. Or the day, yeah, it's the day before yes, I met you. Yeah. It was in Port, Portland, right? It was your first one? <laughs> Okay, this is the day before I met you. So we're like bumping up against it. And we're like, all right, this is going to be it. We're going to make it. I had even brought in the chief building inspector. And I was like, I need to know if this is going to pass inspection. I'm calling in my final inspection tomorrow. And I want to know if this is going to pass. We've passed everything else. Okay. And he does like a courtesy inspection for me. And walks through and he's like, all you got to do is, I can't even remember what it was. It was some ticky-tacky thing, right? And it's like, all right, we're 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 going to get them in. So that night they come and they stain the steps and the cleaners are there the next day and the painters are there just doing touch-ups. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a madhouse because everybody's just kind of in there doing punch work. And I am, um, I'm getting ready to go to Portland. And, uh, and the inspector's showing up that day too, but my project manager's there. So I get a phone call that they're like, hey, you're fired. We're not going to pay your last draw. It was like 10% or something. We're not going to pay your last draw. You're fired and we're taking over as the contractor. Wow. And that's what they did. And so I called my project manager. I was like, get everybody out right now. Everybody leaves right now and lock the doors. Everybody leaves. (laughs) So... So what they tried to do is not was not pay us our final ten percent. Turns out though, they had never listed their house. They just made up oh, the closing date, uh, just off, just like let's just pick a random day, and it happened to be I think it was September 9th, because that meeting was in September, and they <laughs> and we found all this out while we were at Builder Twenty. The house was never for sale. They never sold it. There was a fake closing date that they just what made up so bricks. that they could move in the house. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's the worst one I've ever had. That like some excuse to get in the house. They set it up three months prior. It's like, yeah, that's yes, yeah, premeditated. That's premeditated <laughs> bullshit. I mean, it worked out. It worked worked out in the end, yeah. but. Oh my god! Well, we always just get the typical holidays coming. Stories are gonna suck now. Yeah, some part. There's always these. There's always the deadlines. No, you don't have a good story. I have. I have a story where the people nothing where they (laughs) completely (laughs) lied to me about the reason why. (laughs) Fake sell their house. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I've got people. I've had that. I've had that. I've got people where they actually sold their house and they were moving in from out of town. Their house. But way early, and then they rented a house for a while, and then their lease ran up, and I still wasn't done. No, but luckily I have I've got a rental house. Oh no, not that far away, and I'm like, hey, you can just you can go in there. I won't charge you any rent. So they've been in there for like almost two months. So I gave them rent. They they love me now because rent free for two months takes the pressure off. Well, they, well, yeah, I was gonna say that's a nice complain yeah. about that. They'll be moving in next. Yeah, time. that's huge. I thought that's what did you exactly what did you right. what is it you pressure say, Mike? I thought pressure was for tires. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah, the one that's the been one. on your social that you're closing? It's is pretty it? much done now. Is it, when's it going to be done? Punch. I had my final inspection today, and uh, my guy Joe that's working for it. So I had a guy that nice. um, was doing the deck for us in the back. And you know when you just hire someone to do something and they're like they just don't yeah. make you feel warm and fuzzy. He's like, oh, I, I'm really busy, but I can get it in and get it in. So he framed the, he framed up the deck just the structure, all the joists, and he didn't even cut the stair stringers. And uh, he did that like four weeks ago. He's like, I'll get it in the next two weeks, get the railings done and get all the decking done. Of course, he can't come, he can't come, he can't come. Finally, I'm like, what the hell? Are you going to get this done or not? So I had to get Joe over there. So Joe, he's, he, he was my trim carpenter when we hired him in. So he's worked directly for us now, which is the best thing he ever did. Nice. Yes. Well, the old yes. employee bailed yes. you out. Interesting. Joe, Interesting. And I, I meant to post this <laughs> on Instagram yesterday. I went to the house last night at 8 o'clock to check out the, the landscape lighting on the house. And who's still there with, under the floodlights working on the deck but Joe? I'm like, Joe is the champ. Joe. He is the champ. So shout out to Joe. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna listen to this, but no, good job, Joe. He knows what a podcast. Does Joe even is. know you have a podcast? He's like a cousin Johnny. <laughs> but yeah, no, job, the house Joe. is pretty much done. They'll be moving in. Would pull your weight for the team. That's good. <clears throat> That's good. And you got your. You got your uh, well. You I got just your got CO early. Well, I didn't even get. I have to go pick it up tomorrow. But I mean, the there have been a couple. Final reinspection was today. There have been a couple that I've been because they typically when you get, well at least for me when oh, I get I a final you. inspection I usually don't pass. There's always like a handful of tic tac Yeah, there's always something. There's always something. So for finals, yeah. for finals for you guys, it's just the building official. The building inspector yeah, comes out. Does, and that's the one. Well, typically we have two. We have a, a plumbing inspector, and that has to be a licensed plumber. So there'll be a plumbing inspection by one guy, and then there'll be a mechanical, uh, electrical, and building final by another guy that does all three inspections. So those are the ones. Typically, the plumbing always pass. We have a. Uh, ours depend on the. Um, on where we're at, if we're in the city in Oxville or the county, or uh, on this one, we have one guy, and then we have a electrical guy. Um, and the electrical guy technically has all week to show up because he covers such a wide area. You call it in, and he has like ninety six <laughs> hours to show up. Wow, what's that? Four days? I thought my windows were bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, and it's really just this guy. That's just this guy. Now this, I mean, in the city, they have 72 hours to show up, but they're usually there within 48. But this guy has pretty much all week to show up whenever. So you can't, you can't plan. You can't plan to be there, you know? So if you fail, you fail and you're not there walking him through it, you know? So the electrical is, is, uh, in this area is always, you're kind of just sweating it because you're like, I don't know. The only way I'm going to (laughs) know if he's coming is if I set a tent up 
out what's here the, and I just what's sleep What's the silliest here? thing you guys in all your years <laughs> but the, that you had an inspector it's always mine or I know this or I've got I've got a really I've got a really good one too on that one too <laughs> I had a I had a guy when I worked for this uh, custom builder in Nashville and I had this uh, I had a, I had somebody that had sold their house in Indianapolis and they were moving to Nashville. And so we had this hard date we had to hit because the moving trucks are showing up, you know, in the neighborhood. And, uh, and I, uh, and I'd failed for, uh, I can't remember what it was, just a myriad of things, just odds and ends things. Like, I don't even remember what it was, but do you guys have to, do you guys do the self-closing hinges on the garage door on the, on the shared door, the man door to the garage? Yep. Well, they don't make us do them here. I don't I mean it's code, but they don't make us do them here because um, everybody hates them. But there, I mean, they were really, you know. So I, I had fixed kind of the three or four things on the list, and I had this inspector. Uh, I, I'm not going to use his real name, um, but it was like, okay, this guy is ex-cop. And hurt his back and couldn't like in an accident or something. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't be a cop anymore. Ex cop, ex home inspector, um, who became like a city inspector, like and shaved his head bald, yeah. like just looked like a cop. You know what I mean? And just acted like one. He it's really just enjoyed wearing a badge. You know. Yep. Anyway, I'd kind of gotten to be buddies with him because I, I. Uh, would just kind of follow him around and talk. I, like, I helped him move at one point. He was moving, and I was like, well, I'll just show up, you know. I'll just come help you. And he was like, ah, bullshit, you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> he had to know I was there just to get brownie points, you know. But I did. I showed up, and I helped him move one day. <laughs> and uh, and we were buddies. Well, on this one in particular, these people were showing up the next day and we had missed on a couple of things that I didn't expect to miss on. And we had to get them fixed. And I think it was like a hammer arrestor on the washing machine line or something like shit that you never think about, you know? And I, uh, and so my, my boss, our, uh, our, uh, operations guy was real close friends with the building official. So I called my operations guys like, man, these people are moving tomorrow and I don't know when the inspector's going to show up. We're going to miss our closing if we don't get this. And he said, I'm going to come over and take pictures and I'm going to send them to, you know, to the building official and we're going to get this thing passed because it was all a little silly stuff, you know. So he took some pictures and the guy was like, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Just come pick up the CEO in the morning. Well... I canceled the inspection and they did it all online, but it didn't go, I guess it just didn't get recorded in time, you know, and had a reinspection. So I'm there and the people had already done their walkthrough. They were already at closing at this point. And I'm taking the, I'm changing the hinges out on the garage because they were like, hey, now that we got a final, can you take those things off and just put regular hinges on? And it's like, sure, no problem. So I'm taking the hinges off and, and, and the inspector walks up and he goes, uh-oh, like he's just joking with me. He goes, uh-oh, that's, he goes, there's a fail right there. You're changing the, the hinges out. And I said, and I was like, did you not, did you not talk to, uh, let's, I'm just going to make up a thing. Did you not talk to Barry? His name's not Barry. I just don't want to use any real names. <laughs> but I was like, did you not talk to him this morning? And he was like, no. He's like, something changed that I don't know about, like kind of chuckles and, you know, squirts by me to go look at his list. And I said, no, I've got the CO. It's on the counter right there. And he said, excuse me? And he said, I got the CO. It's on the counter over there. And he said, he said, are you fucking telling me that you went over my head to my boss and got the CO over my head? And then I was like, oh, no, <laughs> he's going to be so pissed off. So... He was really pissed off. I was like, dude, they're moving in from out of town. I didn't know whether you were going to come before closing. Closing was at like 11. I didn't know what time. You know, 
I, you know, we just took some pictures. It was just some simple stuff. You know, <laughs> my boss did it. I, you know, and he <laughs> flew off the handle. I thought I've never thought I was going to get punched in the face by, by an inspector before <laughs> until that moment. And he, I'm not a tall guy. Okay. I'm five, nine and he's shorter than me, but he was like right in my face. Mm. I mean, like my nose was like almost touching between his eyes. <laughs> it was screaming at me. <laughs> and I was like, dude, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And he <laughs> says, you will never pass another fucking inspection for me as long no. as I'm here. And, and uh, he was right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so he leaves and then he just hates me. I mean, like, hates yeah, me. Yeah, you don't want a bad, oh, a bad rapport with the uh, building official. Not a good idea. <laughs> so then it became like legendary in their office how much he hates me. Like other inspectors would come out and be like, oh, Oh, you're Zane. <laughs> There's a dartboard with Zane's picture on it and it's over his desk. <laughs> yeah. So I had one foundation and we do a ton of crawl spaces down here, but but you can't have vegetation in the inside the crawl space. And so we had a foundation inspection that they had done there. And you'd have to have your foundation laid and waterproofed in your seal plate on um, just so they could, you know, inspect all that. <laughs> And he doesn't even slow down one day. He's walking by, doesn't even slow down. And there's gravel in it, okay? So we always put gravel in ours and, you know, plastic under the gravel and the plastic again. And he comes by and he doesn't even slow down, slaps a red sticker on my permit box and goes, vegetation in the crawl space and just keeps <laughs> walking. And it was where they had weed it around the foundation and like some of the grass. <laughs> Piss off the inspector. Yeah, we got to, for us, we got to get several sign offs to get a final. It, really? Oh, yeah, we got. I mean, we do plumbing, mechanical, electrical. So the building official uh, will do all that. Energy. I got to have public work sign off, the sewer department, the water department, the public health. Planning department has to approve that we built the house and we landscape for a plan um you have all these yeah all the municipalities everybody all separate especially fire department has to sign off so what's the dumbest thing you've ever failed for uh i mean just chicken shits that just depends on the inspectors some stuff that you do i mean what we get caught what's on what's his name <laughs> I'm just... i got one <laughs> now you got guys that got hard-ons to give you a hard time you know they want to teach you know yeah. teach the younger guys a lesson. They usually everybody passes me if I'm on the job, but yeah. they 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 beat up some of the younger guys. The last one that I thought was kind of dumb was the one that didn't know he just got us. It was um, just we were doing this the walk-in shower, you know, a curbless shower, mm-hmm. and we do them with slope and make sure they all work. And you know, there's a code somewhere that says that top of that drain's got to be two and a half inches lower than the floor. It's just a, there's a two and a half inch code. Which, yeah, how to tear it out. Well, other guys would really? have just said, pull the plug, and if it drains, you're fine. You know, or, you know, we if it's not if it's not safety, a lot of the things like if it's, if it's a you know code violation for some you know GFCI or or railing, some code life safety things is fine. Sure. But like if he wants to call me on some waterproofing or something, I go, they ain't gonna call you back if it leaks, buddy. Like yeah, some of the inspections to me are you know. Did you dumb, but... um? Did you have to tear out the tile and everything? It was it was uh, we have to do a shower pan inspection before we can we tile. Yeah, so yeah, it was, I was, it was say, during we that inspection. One, yeah, so we do one after waterproofing. We have to fill it up, and it became an issue. We did a we did our first curb. Now we only have to do that if it's above living space. I guess they don't care if it leaks into the gotcha. into the crawl space. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> but um, if it's above living yeah. space, they want to see it, and we um, I had one. A few years ago, and we we it was like our first. I think it was our I think it was our first or second curbless. It had just become a thing, and I couldn't fit. Like we plugged it, but you can't fill it up a lot. You right. know, I mean, because yeah. it's running over into the subfloor, or in our case, it was running over onto the D truck. Right. You know, and it was like well, right. you can only fill it up an inch. Right. You know, and that was, uh, we had to get special permission and there was like a group of inspectors out there like, well, what do you want to do with this? He can't fill it up, you know, a certain amount of height, 
because it's duck not got a curb on it. Right. And it was a, it was a thing. Yeah, usually but in the finals, they're, they're they let they let us go. Let us go. We just have chicken shit. I mean, so for us, we had like in an island, we have to put we have to have a plug on the side of the island. I don't know if you guys have that code. Yeah. So this is yep. So this is when I was first started. My dad was like, "Hey, go meet that inspector." And I was like, "Yeah, I was a kid." So I'm like, "All right, I'm walking around with the inspector." And Chester didn't know his ass from his elbow. He didn't know a two by four from a piece of conduit. The guy didn't know shit, but I didn't know shit either. We I remember one inspection. We had um, a house where it was all piped. The electrician piped it all. He pulled wire, but there was like a back order. He couldn't get junction boxes, so he pulled the wire. And at every point, the wires were just hanging out because he had no boxes put in. And we had an inspection called, and he didn't even he didn't even notice. Do you know what he used? What he noticed? The only thing he ever freaking noticed is if we had backing in for a shower rod. Because <laughs> that's a code that's issue. The only thing he noticed. Because you know what? You know, some, there was one day he went to hang a, sh- a curtain rod. And there was no backing for it. And it fell down or something. But that's the only thing he ever used to call out. Was, hey, you're missing some backing here for a shower rod. Okay, Chester, we'll get it in. You think you can pass us on this one? Yeah, there's yeah, no shit. I'd be leaving the, the backing out just to let him catch it every time. <laughs> no hey, who put the backing in? Take that shit out before he gets here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was funny. That same that same project. This was back when like villages they're a lot more sophisticated now. You know, they've a set of drawings, you you said three yeah. pages. Now you 30, have like yeah. thirty pages, right? So my the subdivision my dad developed. He put the roads in. We had six foundations in the ground, right? And three of them were framed. They weren't, the roofs weren't on yet, but three of them were being framed. And the building commissioner drove up into the subdivision. I'll never forget his name. Gordon Betcher was his name. And my dad's name was Mike. He pulls up and he goes, hey, Mike, how's it going? Ah, Jesus, Gordon. It's going great. How are you doing? Ah, not so bad, Mike. I see you're moving along really nicely here. He's like, ah, we're flying it. I think, Mike, uh, maybe you should come in and pull a permit. I see you got about 10 houses going. <laughs> <laughs> it started 10 houses and no building permit. Pulled. Love it. I got yelled at by a fire code guy because, uh, and this is not, this. I mean, this had literally nothing to do with me. It was the first job I had in Nashville. And, uh, and, uh, they would pull, sometimes they'd pull a fire truck in to the neighborhood like once a month or so just to make sure they, they could get all the way around mm-hmm. at like, you know, just for fire code. And this happened to be the day that they'd shut down because uh, they were doing some blasting and they'd shut down one of the roads for a little while. And the fire truck gets in there and they had not poured the road at the top, but they had nowhere else to turn around. So they pulled in into the dirt. And they couldn't tell that, I mean, it was just mud. It was like just smooth mud. So it looked like dirt and it just sank. (laughs) And apparently it got stuck. I I didn't know any of this because I was in a closing. And so I walked out of this closing and I was probably about four steps out of this closing. And this, and this guy walks up and I had a branded shirt on for this company I was working with. He was just looking for somebody with a shirt, right? Uh, we didn't do, um, my company didn't do its own developing. Like this was a, the developer's fault, a hundred percent. He was just looking for somebody with a shirt on. So he walks up, he says, do you work here? And I said, I said, yeah, what's, uh, what's going on? I introduced myself and he just started to do a tirade. Oh yeah. It's the biggest cussing that I've ever gotten in my life to this day. <laughs> he just yelled and screamed and cussed about it. And I, I had no other choice but to just stand there and listen to it. No, no, you got to take it. Was it was like, if I interrupt him oh, yeah. and tell him. Oh, yeah. Last last <laughs> year we finished up. We had um, we did a, we had three jobs in a row. We had a new construction and two major remodels. Bang, bang, bang. The stars aligned. Just got lucky how it went down. I don't know why it, it worked out that way. But on the same street was the fire department. And it's a tight street. Oh, They're all downhill lots, so there's no yard. So, you know, your, your, your garage is right up on the sidewalk and it goes down. So no parking, but you're doing the new construction and three major remodels or two major major, uh, major remodels. You're dropping off sheetrock. You're finding lumber loads, this and that. 
And every time we had delivery, the fucking fire truck would come down the street. And if, and if, <laughs> and if they had to slow down, if you even had to touch their brake, and I, even lights off or on, like them just being out cruising around, they would get fucking pissed. And there's nothing you can say to them because it's the fire department. And they're right. I mean, no, it's like, and and it's life saying. safety, unless you want to do a slow down the fire department, right? I mean, heaven forbid they're going to save my family, right? But yeah, we got our asses chewed. It was so bad that they actually called the, the chief, the half of the fire chief came down. I know him. <laughs> Shout out John Burdell. Love you, buddy. But uh, <laughs> he's like, if I got to come down here one more time, I'm shutting all your fucking jobs down. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> Never happened again. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> Sorry, John. This guy told me he's going to shut the whole fucking neighborhood down. Then he took a card out of yeah. his pocket and slapped it on my chest. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get like, slapped. Like literally with his hand. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, and I... Oh. I <laughs> There was part of me that was kind of proud that I was like, this had nothing to do with me. I don't even know what he's talking about. Right. But this was like. But you thought you had authority because you got. I was like, this is this is the biggest ass chewing I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> so that inspection I had today with the inspector who is a uh, retired cop. He was telling me about, you know, fire, a bunch of his buddies are firemen. So he told me some fireman jokes from a cop's perspective. So here they go. First one. So, so here they go. If you're at a party, if you're at a party, how do you know there's a fireman there? I don't know. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. But this is the best one. Why why don't firemen look out the window in the morning? I don't know. Because they need something to do in the afternoon. <laughs> so and we'll, Sorry to all you we love you guys. We love you guys. I'm you guys just repeating what I heard. This yeah. is. So it would make funny if we love you. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's funny because a friend of mine is a volunteer fireman in one of the villages that are building. All right, so this is a good story. So one. I thought you were going to say it's funny because it's true. That's what I was going to lead in with. I'll <laughs> let Mike take that. <laughs> We went out one Christmas. It was during Christmas. There was a bunch of us that go out. Um, I don't know. It's like 15 or 20 couples go out. And it's like an ugly sweater party. And we were bar hopping. <clears throat> I shouldn't be telling this, but I guess I'm going to tell it. So we hit the first bar. And I think we had two or three beers in there. And the night was like kind of dragging. It wasn't It wasn't clicking. Things weren't happening. I got we got to get this party started. So we hop on the bus and we're driving to the next um, bar and we're driving kind of through a residential area. And one of these houses has this like 40 foot tall blow up snowman. And everyone's like, Oh my God, look at that snowman. I'm like, yeah, I see it. I go, stop the bus. <laughs> the bus stops. <laughs> I go run into this snowman and I go dive into it. Like I'm tackling the snowman. <laughs> But I forget that I'm only like 170 pounds. So I hit the snowman and I bounce off. <laughs> I totally bounce off the snowman and I'm on, laying on the ground. Well, little did I know that John Smith, the homeowner, is sitting in his living room in front of his living room window right behind the giant snowman. And he notices the inertia of the snowman moving back and forth. He's like, what the hell? So he opens his door and he sees me laying on the ground. He goes, what the hell? What the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, shit. Start the bus. Go. So I start taking off. And there's a bus in front of his yard. <laughs> I start taking off. I'm like, start the bus. Go. Go. I'm, I'm like waiting for shotguns to be shooting at me, you know. So I run. I get to the bus. And it was like that scene. I don't know. There's that Disney movie when the sloth is behind the counter. That was our bus driver. He was like 80 years old. I jump on, I go, 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 go. And he goes, Let me warm her <laughs> up, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and the phone number, American Bus Company on the side. So the guy is standing outside and he's writing down the phone number of the bus company. I'm like, Oh, Jesus. So we take off. He goes back into his house and he's like, this drunk asshole. And we go to the next bar, right? And we thought it was done. Well, this guy calls the police, the village police. (laughs) 
and this is how I'm tying in the story. The police pull up to the next bar because they see the bus. But this bar was in an unincorporated part of town. They didn't have jurisdiction. Oh, wow. The place in this bar. So the, the cop squad cars pull up and the sirens are going, the lights are going. And my buddy, who's a volunteer fireman, notices this. And everyone's like, oh, Mike, Mike, you're in trouble now. You're in trouble. The cops are here. And he goes, he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, don't worry about it. I'm a volunteer. Fireman. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get you out of this. I relieve. So, Let me just put my t-shirt on. Credit, the volunteer, the volunteer fireman got me out That's of it. That's funny. <laughs> well, well, there you go. Win, win. I mean, every single pickle that guy would be in, I'd be like, don't worry about it. You're a volunteer fireman. <laughs> volunteer fireman. <laughs> You'll you'll be fine. Volunteer fireman. <laughs> so, Mr. Volunteer Fireman, shout out to you. You know who you are. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. This has just been a podcast of just stories. Yeah. Times you need yeah. them. Times you need them. It's a heavy hitter. All right. Are we actually going to have a subject to talk about? This is the subject. Your best building slash firefighter stories. There you go. I feel like Jamie's got stories. He's just not telling them. I think he's got too many to remember. You can, you can imagine the stories happen on the weekly with this many people. Do you remember oh, that time yeah, your truck caught on fire? That truck's caught on fire. I had all kinds of shit happen. I've had fires. <laughs> so what's the worst excuse you've got for like guys being late or not showing up? Uh, like the stupidest, silliest excuse where you don't even slash. It's best. so bad that you just have to laugh and you're like, oh my. Well, that was Ted. Right, that would be Teddy. That would, that would be shout out to Teddy. I don't think Teddy listens to these, but um, yeah, <laughs> I like Teddy. Teddy started with us. He was like, uh, he was, shit, he was like 19 or 20. He was like the fr- Teddy still works for you? No, no, he's uh, okay. a great guy. I love Teddy. But um, he, his name's Kyle. But when I asked for his phone number from one of his buddies, he comes in on my phone as Teddy because I call him Teddy Bear. That's like his nickname with his friends. Bam. When you get a nickname in the company, we don't even know your real name. Like you are forever. Like we got Rambo. We got Checo. We got Caballo. I mean, there, everybody's got a freaking name, right? But um, (laughs) so he goes, he's a 19 year old kid, right? And just, he misses the first Monday after like the first three days. And he comes in on Tuesday, and he and he goes. I go, what the what happened? He goes, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, he goes, I stubbed my toe, and I start fucking howling. Right? I'm like, stubbed your toe, huh, kid? Really? You are a teddy bear. Sunday night, you stubbed your toe, and you couldn't make it in on Monday. Go, That's a good one, right? And then he and he's like trying to laugh. He doesn't know who we are yet. He's trying to feel us out, right? And, you know, this is first he was he was with me for a year, like two years or something like that. Uh, but you know, so so then he walks away, right? And he starts walking away, and he starts with the limp. <laughs> oh, dude, it was it was classic. Yeah, so I got I got great stories saved still. <laughs> like me pulling up to the next job, and he's like carrying some wood across the field. You know, just miserable, soaking wet, like middle of winter. And he's walking normal. I was like, "Hey, where's that limp at, kid?" And then he'd start limping again. He starts limping. And he's like, "Oh shit, dude." Yeah, that's probably boss man's here. Yeah, it's probably one of my more funny, <laughs> funny ones. The rest of them were just typical stuff. Actually, they just don't even lie anymore. And I was just like, I'm hungover, boss. I was like, All right, stay home. <laughs> so they just come. It's easier just to tell me the truth. They they figure that out. But yeah, that's probably one of the better ones. So just random. But it's all yeah. We I mean with 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 forty guys, there's always four or five of them just not here. You don't. Yeah, you it's, don't get it's, those a, it's a it's a percentage thing. No employees. Oh, yeah. but imagine what you you know the amount of stuff that gets effed up or broken or just guys not showing up for something just in a week with forty okay. guys and then all the subs and all the jobs. I mean, you have a hundred guys, I mean, seventy guys. Yeah, the job site stories are the best. They are, they are. But I've seen, I've seen it pretty much all. Not for what I don't really want to see anymore. But we, I've seen everything broken, <laughs> fucking fall apart, break, fire, leak. <laughs> hit with the tractor i mean we had i've had a fire hydrant line so that was fun i've actually hit we've hit two <laughs> in our in our experience what else i've seen i've seen i've seen fights i mean full-on fist fights with oh, old men yeah i've seen 
Yeah, constructions. And I was cracking up at that one because I was just like, man, this is the only industry where two guys can punch each other in the face and then put their bags back on and go back to work and no one says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no cops, no HR report, no nothing. Just right back to work. Like, fucking, I ain't leaving. Why ain't leaving either? All right. Back to work. <laughs> but it can only happen with two dudes. Too. Only, like, yeah, only. Yeah. That was a, that was a sub. One of our subs in my one of my framers. I saw that one happen. That was actually. Oh my god. That was actually more recently. That was on a Saturday, and I was in working with them Saturday. We're trying to get caught up. I was cutting. Actually, the house we're building now. And it was uh, we were down. We had we had overestimated because we had these big, huge retaining walls. So I'm down in kind of a basement pit, and he's up on you know it's a. The garage is up 12 feet, and then he's up to a big you know, 9 and 12 pitch. He's up all the way at the ridge, and I'm cutting rafters at the bottom. I got my AirPods in Saturday morning. I'm just cutting rafters. Happy as a clam. Happy to be working. And I just see him start yapping at the at the, at the the metal guy who shows up. And this old man, I mean, he's 50. You know, this old man comes flying down from the ridge, and I'm just like, uh-oh, that don't look good. And I just can't hear anything. I'm just playing music, playing reggae or something, just chilling. And this guy's kind of doing the chest bump thing, and it just – Went into fist, How fist did you cut. not get your phone out and send it to I, us at that point? I wanted to. I, the, 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 I had so much time watching him come down, being like, "Man, I should film this." Man, I should. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I had that much time to think about it. I was like, "Should I break this up like right now?" Because I could get to him, you know. And other guys are kind of following. The guys always break it up. There's a lot of guys. But I was just like, "Nah, these guys talk so much shit this whole year. I'm sick of it. I should just let them punch each other in the face for a while and let them just work it out." Like all, I had that much time to process watching this guy come down. <laughs> I'm like, eh, fuck it, let it, fuck it, let him go. <laughs> so it needed to happen. It happened, and we're all friends. Sometimes you just gotta blow off some steam, right? It's yeah, you know. But yeah, that's one. That's my biggest thing on the crew. Like they all, you know, they all rib each other. Rice construction. We all talk trash. But I always tell them, did they just get tired and finish? Uh huh. Did they just? No, get tired we they bro, we had all finish? the guys broke it up. Oh they yeah. Broke it up. yeah. <laughs> They break it up. I just felt like I felt like telling them, let them fight for a little bit. Give them like thirty. It'd be like a hockey fight. Wait, let them go to the ground, then break it up. <laughs> but I told the guys they always talk so much trash, and they like to get a rise out of the other guys, and then and it's all joking until it's not joking. And I always tell them, I just yeah. tell them to stop. Like they don't even go there. Just be nice to each other because you're gonna catch the one guy who's fighting with his wife or one kid who's hungover or whatever, and it just goes bad. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it gets to be too much. I'd rather them just not talk trash and just be nice to each other. It's much more productive. You sound like my mom. Yeah, well, when you're, when you're paying for it, you'd want everybody. Instead of being fighting mad all the time, they're not really focused on work. It's like, yeah, just be nice to each other. Let's get this done, huh? Just be nice to Come each on. other, boys. Hard enough. Hard enough just being here. Let's go. I know it's work. Yeah, it sucks. You got it. Yeah. That's part of the fun going to work like that. You get the abuse and you dish it no, out. No, it too. is. Well, it's yeah. funny. It's funny because the old guys, the guys that are married and stuff, I, it's, I always tell them, I was just like, you might as well be here. The fuck? You don't want to be home. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather be here. Like they're funny, you know. Yeah, you got a good crew. Not you though. You would rather always. Be I, home, I'm right? always home. I don't even leave the house. Not you two guys. Yeah, I, just leave, I don't leave the house. You I just sit home and type home. emails. Your wives listen. We one year we were when we were framing when I back to when I was working for my dad and cousin Johnny was working with us at that time. Oh boy, we had a townhouse project and John was the, the carpenter and uh, we had union problems with the uh, union was picketing so. My dad decides he's going to start his own carpentry crew. And, of course, who has to head it up but John? So it was John, me. We had two Mexican guys with us who were workhorses. And uh, John's buddy from Ireland, Robbie. Shout out to Robbie. He was back in Ireland. But Robbie was the quietest guy. He wouldn't say a word. He would come in on Monday, and he'd kind of be grumpy, so we used to call him Monday Robbie and, and then Friday Robbie. On Friday, he was smiling. He'd oh, actually yeah. like talk to you a little bit because yeah. it was Friday, yep. right? So we were framing for a while, and at 9 o'clock, 9.30, we stopped for coffee break. We were sitting in the model in the garage in the unit across across the street, and we were drinking our coffee, and my dad walks up. You know, He pulls in at 9.30. He probably got out of bed at like 8.30 and gets to the job. It was uh, Friday, and like, oh, how are, how are sales going? And uh, my dad held up, he said, he's, we sold a few. And uh, Robbie Norman, out of nowhere, says, oh, Mike, how many did you sell? And my dad holds up his hand, and he puts up four fingers. Well, the thing about my dad is when he was 21, and he's a carpenter, he cut his two middle fingers off with a skill oh, saw. Fuck. 
the day the day after his twenty first birthday. Wow. Oh my God. So I I don't know if ha- the hangover had anything to do with that or not, but Ugh. he had a full index finger, a full pinky, and two stubs in the middle, right? Ugh. So when Robbie asked him, "Hey, how many units did you sell?" My dad hold, held up the four fingers. <laughs> Robbie goes, two and a half." <laughs> The guy doesn't say a word all, ever. Comes up with his, with he says to the boss, the guy, owner of the company, he goes, oh, you sold two. <laughs> How do you sell half a house, boss? <laughs> oh, but we are all cracking oh, up for good. this good one. <laughs> that's kind of brutal. <laughs> oh, it was it was bad. I mean, we would tear each other to threads, but the worse you got, and you, it's almost like the worse you got, the better you were respected, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you know if nobody's making fun of you, I mean, yeah, there's something wrong with you. Nobody likes you. It's, it's <laughs> softer though, and I know everybody says about every generation, but it is it is softer now, even with the older guys. I was talking to uh, we were pouring the concrete yesterday, you know, and I was there, and the pumpers there, pumpers fifty stud, stud, and we're over there, and you know, and the guys were just kind of being soft and he just looks over me and goes there's no fucking way the way i came up he goes my last boss would have been fucking screaming at us i go same that's how i learned that's you know not me and him really he's holding the hose and i'm finishing right everybody else is kind of like being a little bit not not lazy but just you know yeah not grinding he's just kind of made a comment you know i go but just there you can't say anything these days like it's people are a little more sensitive these days even in the trades <laughs> my right? hvac guy has been trying to hire service techs and uh, he said he can't keep a good service guy in there because everybody just wants to get paid more, and they'll, you know, they'll stay a couple months and they'll find somebody else that pays them more, and they'll, you know, go. And he uh, he said he had this guy show up that uh, said he had this guy show up. He's going to put him in a in a service van with somebody, and you know, he's like, I mean, these guys are going to be in people's houses. And he said, I got this young guy that shows up, and he pulls up and he's getting out. And he's like, and I'm like, you ready for work? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're, what do I need to do? He's wearing Batman pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's what you're wearing? He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> he says he's probably like 21, 22 years old. Wearing Batman know pajama pants. <laughs> he's like, I'm supposed to put this idiot in a van all day and go around to people's houses. Like, I'm here to fix your HVAC in his Batman pants. The guys, the guys will have you laughing. I can't, yeah. Some of the stories, just from this last week, I can't say them on here, but hilarious. Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys if we can edit it out. <laughs> but man, there's just some good shit. But then I also get the, you know, the he won't listen to this, but I get a guy showed up at the door Monday morning. <clears throat> He's at my house grabbing some jackhammers. I opened the garage. This is an older dude, older than me. In tears, Monday morning. I'm like, I open the door Monday morning. I'm just like, oh fuck. <laughs> You're like a therapist. Oh, dude. You know, and you and, and, and I, I, I was actually, how, I don't know how you. Do well, it I was actually that, thinking yeah. about it later this week. Well, the thing is, I mean, the guy's been with me for a long time, you know, too. So you like, you know, you're freaking friends with these guys, and we fuck. But it's he's going. Basically, his wife just told him, "Fucking, she wants out, right? She wants a divorce." So this guy's just fucking ruined, you know. Oh, and he's been ruined all week. And then I don't even want to like I was telling the other guys I was like man I was gonna tell him to fucking sit home but because he's not productive because I know he's spun right and he's just thinking about that which I totally understand but I'm thinking man so if- you weren't like so you gonna get the jackhammer yeah dude like, but, but fucking in <laughs> tears man in tears you know and I'm just like fuck, like Monday morning dude seven thirty in the morning I'm just like fuck I so- sent you guys a picture I went off to Menards and I had to get some cedar for Joe for that deck <laughs> and I had to get a few other bits and pieces for the plumber. I got raw cedar, so it has to be primed before he puts it up. So I was going up to the paint section to buy a gallon of primer. And me, the idiot that I am, I pulled the can off, and I knocked the can next to, next to it off the shelf, and it fell and exploded <laughs> all over my pants. <laughs> so, so my shoes, That's funny. She's my like, pants you did it. Never mind. are I covered <laughs> in white primer. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like I can't I I have to can't leave this here I got to say something to somebody, and I'm in a rush I got to get back and I have a meeting and I have to get this to Joe but 
So I go to the. You're tracking it all the way up. Excuse me. She goes. Footprints all over the truck. Her hand up to her eyes. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go. She's like, don't worry. We'll clean it up. I just don't want to see it. Shows up at his boxers. I don't know what happened. So I'm walking from the extreme back corner of Menards where the paint department is up to the cash register with paint dripping off my pants, all over my shoes. And people are looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with (laughs) this idiot? I'm like, it was terrible. So I get in my car, you know, I put it in my truck, I I load it up and I get sit and I'm trying to be careful not to touch any of my truck. So I get paint on it and I get to the job site. And of course, this is the one that's closing, right? They're finishing and the homeowner's there and she just bought pizza for everybody. She's super nice. She bought lunch for everybody. Everyone's sitting there eating lunch. And I walk, (laughs) I walk up with these zebra looking pants and paint covered shoes and they're like, oh, that's nice. They're all snapping pictures. My low voltage guy, he posted, he's like, look at this. But I was the butt of the, you know, I'm the, the boss, the butt yeah. of the jokes. And you sure. have to, you got to let them laugh. Yeah. yeah. They love seeing that to the boss. For sure. The way that would have been done for me was it would have been a phone call. And it would have been the manager of Home Depot. And it would have been nine <laughs> five-gallon pails that fell over. <laughs> like, Sir, uh, yeah, we have your uh, your buddy, uh, your employee, Joel, here. Um <laughs> They knocked the whole shelf that's, over here. That's typically how a phone call would go during my week. Yeah. If it was uh, to happen to me. I spilled a five gallon uh I spilled a five gallon bucket out of my truck of purple paint in our parking lot when I when Lauren and I first were in Nashville in our and we lived in a townhouse and it was all in the parking lot. <laughs> it's purple but paint. Somebody thought that Barney gallons. was murdered Perfect. in the parking lot or what? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, the painter had brought it. It was primer, and they had primed a house. Uh, and he was just like, "Look, I just have to prime. I just have to use it." You know, he's like, "It's just primer." You know, he's like, "Who cares?" And my boss was like, "Get that purple paint out of here." I've gotten so many calls about this purple house. <laughs> he's like, "Get it out of here." So I just tossed it in the back of my truck and didn't think about it. And that evening, it had turned over as I was as I was going over a speed bump oh. in our townhouse, and it turned over, and the top fell off, and it dumped all over this parking lot. There's probably there's probably fifty yards of a paint trail oh. plus this big blob. <laughs> Lauren was so mad at me. <laughs> paint mishaps. Oh, I've had lots of paint mishaps. We messed up pretty much everything else. <laughs> I think the best yeah. I think the best paint mishap I've ever heard is. But there's nothing worse than from across. From next door. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That is a paint mishap. Yeah, we've <clears throat> we the have, what we have gotten overspray on a Corvette. Oh, well, no, 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 <clears throat> no, no, no. Let's be let's clarify here. We got overspray. We were spraying. We were spraying in addition, and the wind got over to the neighbor's fence and a little bit, actually a little bit on their cars. Nothing fixable. So the guys were doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they covered the next house, the next job. That's actually the same street with the firefighters. Same same street. And they covered all the cars down the street with plastic because they're going to spray the house. But the plastic and the morning dew was underneath the plastic, and the plastic and the sun came out, and the plastic burned the finish on the Corvette. Is what happened. <laughs> oh no! So the guys, the, the the good intentions were there. They tried. The painters tried. Yeah, but I mean, who who knew that would happen? Yes, yeah, so I painted the Corvette. I painted oh, the Corvette. Gosh. Yeah, cars down go. the street with plastic because they're going to spray That's the right. house. But the and plastic and the morning dew was underneath the plastic, and the plastic and, and the keep sun it came clean. out, and the plastic burned the finish on the Corvette. That's what happened? <laughs> oh no! So the guys, the, the the good intentions were there. They tried. The painters yeah, tried. I mean, who who knew that would happen? Yes, yeah, so I painted the Corvette. Oh, I painted the Corvette. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've fixed things. Yeah, you can't imagine the shit that we break or fuck up <laughs> on a weekly basis. You can't even imagine. There's so much I can't even remember. Yeah, there's some there's some stories that are funny now, but when they I'm gonna save that as the ending clip right there. You bad, can't imagine the shit that we break. You can't. I would say I would say tell them send us a video of your best story and we'll share it on our social media. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and ta- yeah, and tag everybody. <laughs>
<laughs> I did see. I, I've seen a guy. Uh, I've seen a guy get turned over in a uh, in a portage on on accident, not on purpose. A truck, a delivery truck, that. was backing out of a gravel driveway in a neighborhood and hit it and didn't realize he had, like he didn't realize he was up against it and just kept going and it turned over and somebody was in it. Well, that was. And it, <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah and he just left like it was like he never realized that he had turned it over <laughs> nah, I've had bad like the war I think the worst thing that happened to us was actually recently was a year ago I if I told you guys I probably told you guys this we were painting my guy was up up on an extension ladder so he's up painting the top of a second story window so he's shit 10 20 20 feet in the air top of the ladder mm-hmm. and um there was a subcontractor for another contractor. We weren't the actual GC on the job. We were the GCs on the job next door, but we were doing some painting for this guy, my painters. Uh-huh. And this kid was, they were doing the, uh, they were doing an, a, a hot tub, a built-in hot tub. And for whatever reason, this guy just, I'm imagining drugs, just had a freak out after lunch. And my guys is up there painting and he starts chasing my other two painters who are, and he said that they were talking trash to him, but these two painters are, they look like 12 year olds. Okay. Like these guys, I have I mean, told it, I told everybody to fucking look at these two guys. You think they were talking trash? And they look at them and go, nah, they weren't talking trash. <laughs> like they're just little kids, you know? And, but this guy ran by my guy that's up on the second story on the, on the extension ladder and pushes the ladder over. Oh my God. And he's at like the top, top rung, like paint the top of the window up on the second story. And that thing just went over and he just landed, he landed Luckily, it wasn't concrete, but he landed on a bank of irrigation boxes. You know, like the tops were on and stuff. So they got still there. Hurt. Oh no, he's still out. He's still out. Several surgeries, fucking hundred something stitches in his head. Like he was, yeah, he messed him up bad. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably the worst thing. I mean, I've seen injuries and hurt and cuts and scrapes and all kinds I of stuff. One. We fucked up trucks, tractors, trailers. We've done all oh, that, but exactly. we've had that set fun. fire to things, right? We burned, we burned the fucking burned the three fifty down, but I've like <laughs> flat out like I mean it was a, like attempted murder almost like and and for after after all the reports and all the everything and uh, investigation he just fucking freaked out and just did it. I've, so. I've never I've never had anything like that. I've never had any. Well, I've had a guy fall off of a uh, of like a garage. Uh, I wouldn't say a garage roof, but it was like a little roof over a garage doors. I had him fall off of that onto the driveway and shatter his heel. That's the worst. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, knock on wood. Heels. Yeah, that's the worst work injury I've seen. We're we're actually life. for the amount of work that we do, you know, and we don't frame all the time, but we, I mean, we have a lot of shit going in the air. Yeah. Um, knock on wood, we stay fairly safe. Nixon cuts and little stuff, you know, but yeah. knock on wood, nothing major. That was I mean, a major one. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen guys shoot nails into themselves and stuff like that, but not. Yeah, like, you know, you know yeah. what's crazy about it. So, so my guys are all working with comp. Everything's above board and all that. But the way it worked out though is that subcontractor's employee that actually goes on his workman's comp. Yes. You know that? Yeah. Because it was an intentional thing. Yeah. So it's kind of, and I can't imagine what that's going to do to his rates because that guy, that guy has he hasn't worked in a year. Shit. Yeah, over fourteen months and a lot of surgery. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was grading on a Caterpillar 955. This was years ago. All my stories are seem to be old because I'm old. But my cousin, another cousin was out from Ireland, right? He was like my third cousin because he was the son of my dad's first cousin. And they were really tight growing up. So he he came out to to America to work for the summer. So he's working away. I'm I'm uh I'm on the 955 on the bulldozer and I'm pushing dirt across this lot over to the excavator. And the, my dad's superintendent at the time, John was his name, was picking it up and he was loading trucks. Well, for some reason, John, I don't know, he left, he got a phone call or whatever. And my cousin Shane hopped into the excavator and I saw him, he was, he was new at it. He didn't, he wasn't great at it. Right. So he was picking up dirt and moving around and kind of just practicing. And I, I'm going back and forth, just pushing and scraping down this lot. I get 
I get to the point where I'm I'm done with the push and I look up at the machine and I'm a closer to, to excavator and he's in there working away. I turn around and I'm reversing back in the bulldozer to make my next pass. I go back, I don't know, probably 40 or 50 yards and I stop and I turn around and I see the two tracks of the excavator up in the fucking air. Oh no. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh my God. I hop off the machine. And you know those excavators, the cab is on the left-hand side of the arm. Yeah. Well, this thing felt he he reversed it back because it was up on a perch to dig out yep. the stuff, and he reversed it back, and it fell backwards. Oh wow! And luckily, it fell back to the right. Oh yeah. And the, you know, the whole, the ram on the on the arm was complete. It was about three feet underground. If it had fell to the left, he would have been squashed. Yeah. yeah. But I, as I'm running up, I see him like running up out of the hole and he's like holding his head and he's like oh, oh just, he got rattled in there right? yeah. he's like i'm fine i'm fine so he left and we had to get like those those big industrial uh, tow trucks that fill the big rigs oh, yeah. we had to get two of those back over to pull the machine back over plus the 955 you ever seen anybody flip a concrete truck no <laughs> that wasn't one of my jobs but i've seen somebody flip a concrete truck before. yeah that was, what a nightmare yeah had to get oh, a crane yeah. to take it back up uh, it was yeah. still full of concrete. Yeah. Wow. yeah, crazy. Crazy. All right, we've been a little over an hour. We've been lining on with stories, huh? Yeah. This is the story of the day. Hey there, listener. Are you a carpenter? Come on, man. I was rolling. I had it.